we sing worthy is a lamb. Today as we celebrate your coming Jesus, we sing worthy are you. We sing worthy are you, King Jesus. We sing worthy are you. We lift you up, God. We put you in your rightful place in our lives. Nothing else is worthy of our love. Nothing else is worthy of our affection, God. Our careers, our jobs, our, our families, our, our aspirations, God. Nothing else is worthy of our love and our worship this morning. So we lift you up, Jesus. We put you in your rightful place in our lives, God. You're so worthy, Jesus. You're so worthy. You're so worthy. We thank you that you love us and you care for us. You may be seated. I want to just share for a moment just an encouragement for you, to you, and then we're going to end our time with communion. You know, as we celebrate uh, Christmas. Uh, these Christian holidays that we have in our, in our calendar, you know, these serve as moments to remember, much like uh, the, the Jewish festivals and Jewish holidays that, that the Jews have celebrated for years and years. You know, the, the, the Jewish uh, holiday of, of Passover, it's a remembrance of, of God's uh, salvation over them as the angel of death passed over every house that was marked with the blood of the lamb. As the Jews remembered uh, the, the Feast of Tabernacles, it was a, a remembrance, a reminder of, of how God provided for them and cared for them as they tabernacled in the wilderness for, for 40 years. And for you and I, we, we too need reminders. We too need moments to remember as we celebrate Christmas as, as Christians, as followers of Jesus, we are remembering, yes, the, the, the birth of, of Jesus. And yet it's, it's so much more, right? We're, we're remembering more than the birth of a baby. We're remembering more than the, the coming of a, of a miracle worker. We're, we're remembering more than the arrival of a prophet. We are remembering that God came. We are reminding ourselves that God came. I read this the other day and it kind of blew my mind that if you were to leave this planet and head into space, you could travel at the speed of light, 186,000 miles per second. You could travel at that speed for over a billion years and still not even get to the end of what we know to exist. Our Bible tells us that our God holds that in the palm of his hand. And it's that God that came to us. It's that God that put on human flesh, was born as a as a baby into humble circumstances, into a, a volatile time in history. It's that God that came. 
to us. If God's people, the Jewish people, needed reminding, we need reminding. I don't know about you, but I, I get forgetful. At the very best, I get familiar. I get too familiar. Right? And the older I get, the more stuff I go through, the easier it is to lose the amazement and the appreciation for the fact that God came. That God came. He came to be with us. Chris read us that passage from Matthew earlier, and as Matthew penned that into his gospel in the first chapter, he was reciting words that were spoken 700 years earlier by a cat named Isaiah. And Isaiah was a prophet to the nation of Israel, and he began to speak of a coming Messiah Words that we knew of back from Genesis 3 and and Isaiah began to echo this, this voice of he's coming. God will send somebody and this is how Isaiah would say it. All right then, this is in Isaiah 7, the Lord himself will give you the sign. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Jesus came, we know him to be the son of God and we know him to be God in flesh. And yet when he came 2,000 years ago, as clear as Isaiah had been, the Jews, they, they were not expecting God to come. Yes, there was precedent for a Messiah. There was precedent for another David, for another Elijah, for another Moses. But the fact that God would come in flesh, they had no understanding for that. Of course, we know now why he came as he came. Why he came as a man. It's because it's the only way He could die. As God, he can't die. As a man, he could, in fact, experience death. And to come and experience death was the only way that God could restore what was broken on that dreaded day in that garden. It was the only way. And we read later in Isaiah's writings, in his prophetic writings, this will be on the screen. I'd love for you to follow along with me. Isaiah chapter 53. But he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. All of us, like sheep, have strayed away. We have left God's path to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on him the sins of us all. He was oppressed, treated harshly, yet he never said a word. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep is silent before the shears, he did not open his mouth. Unjustly condemned, he was led away, No one cared that he died without descendants, that his life was cut short in midstream. But he was struck down for the rebellion of my people. 
he had done no wrong. He had never deceived anyone, but he was buried like a criminal. He was put in a rich man's grave, but it was the Lord's good plan to crush him and cause him grief. Yet when his life is made an offering for sin, he will have many descendants. He will enjoy a long life and the Lord's good plan will prosper in his hands. When he sees all that is accomplished by his anguish, he will be satisfied. And because of his experience, my righteous servant will make it possible for many to be counted righteous, for he will bear all of their sins. God did that. I think as we celebrate Christmas, oftentimes as we try to celebrate the humanity of Jesus, we lose sight of the godness of Jesus. This is what God was doing. Let me read it to you like this. But God was pierced for our rebellion. God was crushed for our sins. God was beaten so we could be whole. God was whipped so we could be healed. All of us like sheep have strayed away. We have left God's path that the Lord laid on him the sins of us all. God was oppressed and treated harshly. And God never said a word. God was led like a lamb to the slaughter. As a sheep is silent before the shears, God did not open his mouth. Unjustly condemned, God was led away. No one cared that God died without descendants, that God's life was cut short in midstream. God came. God did this. God came. He came. God the Son, he came, and he came for many reasons. Ultimately, he came to model what was possible for you and me to be back in union with God the Father, and he made that possible for you and I. He came to model it and show us, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm restoring. All that was taken, I'm bringing it back. I want to show you what's possible. And I'm going to give you access to it. I'm going to make it possible for you. God came. And the only way all this would become possible again was for God to come as a man. To live a perfect life. To then experience death. To then get up and conquer that death to deal with sin once and for all. God came. May we not grow too familiar with God coming to us. See, God came and God is here. And God will come again. And through the Holy Spirit, you and I, we get to enjoy union with God. Because he came, we get to now be with him in perfect union. 
I'm thankful for the songs. I'm thankful for the Christmas trees. I'm thankful for the lights. It's all fun. But may we not grow too familiar with the fact that we have been purchased. We have been given access to that which our soul cries out for. You might be here today and you've you've heard this before. You've been in church, but you feel far from God. I want you to know that just as God came, he, he comes to you now. He comes to you now. Jesus is described as a good shepherd. I don't know about you, but I need a good shepherd. (laughs) I've been stressed out my mind lately, and I'm desperate for a good shepherd. Can I tell you that God is one thought away, one prayer away? Just as he comes Just as he came, he comes now. Can I tell you, he's never going to stop coming after you. He's never going to stop coming after you. For those of us in this room who are following Jesus, I want to encourage you that God is with you more than you know. I want to encourage you to, to just even in this moment, decide to believe that God, by his Holy Spirit, He's here with you now. He's all around us. He's inside of us. I try to start each day just taking deep breaths, trying to become aware of God's presence right here with me. Trying to become aware of God's presence inside of me. The spirit of his son residing on the inside of my life. ask you to stand. We're going to take communion together. If you've known a lot about God, but haven't actually known God, I want to encourage you this morning that it's as easy as making a decision. God comes to you right now with a free gift that we call salvation. All of it means is he wants to come and rescue you. He wants to rescue you from your sin and give you a bright future, give you a new hope. I want to encourage you as we get ready to take communion, if if you're far from God, if if you've been wandering, if you've been going your own way, it's, it's time to make a decision. Communion is a profession of our faith in the work of Jesus. So it makes no sense for us to take the elements of communion, but in our heart, we're far from God. So I wanna encourage you right now, I'm not even gonna lead you in a prayer, just decide right now. I wanna receive the life of God inside of me. Make a decision right now. I'm gonna choose Jesus. I'm gonna go his way. For everyone in this room, as we take this communion, may it serve as a reminder to not grow familiar with the fact that God came. He came to you. He came to me. And the work that he accomplished makes it possible for you and I to know 
we take the bread, you can peel that first layer off. The bread is a picture of the human flesh that God put on being torn and broken for you and I. That flesh that was whipped and beaten so that we could be whole, so that we could be healed. As we take the bread, can we remember together what was given for you and I? case the juice is symbolic of the blood that was spilled when God took on flesh he had blood flowing through his veins just like you and I this blood was spilled this blood hit the ground this blood was given as a sign of us being washed You know that when you come to Jesus, when you follow Jesus, there is no stain. There is no tarnish. You are made brand new. Amen? Brand new. As we take this juice together, it's a symbol of Christ's blood making you and I brand new. Let's take it together. I think it's amazing that this God that slung galaxies into existence desperately wants to be known by you and me. Desperately wants to be known by you and me. What an honor. I want to pray as we close. Would you mind grabbing the hand of somebody on your right and left? We can reach across the aisles. every person here. God, I pray if there's anyone in this room that feels far from you, distant from you, who questions or wonders how you feel towards them, God, I pray right now that they would open themselves up to your love and your mercy and your grace. God, we all make a decision right now that we are going to follow you with everything we have. God, we open ourselves up fully to who you are and who you've been to us, God. And Lord, we come together this morning as we hold the hand of those to our right and left. God, we come together to say, God, we want you. Just as you came to us, we come to you right now, God. We give you our whole life, God. We give you our whole heart, God. We give you our whole mind, our whole body. We offer it to you, Jesus. And God, I bless every person here to know you and to know your love in a fresh way in the coming weeks, God. I pray that you'd help us not to be distracted. I pray that you'd help us not to walk in the flesh, God. I pray that we would be aware of your spirit and your presence with us each day. God, I pray for those in this room who have been dealing with heaviness and hopelessness. God, I pray that you would bring the oil of joy instead of mourning. 
I pray that you'd bring a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. Pray that the heavy yoke would be lifted. Fill us with joy, God. Fill us with new hope. Fill us with fresh faith. And I bless every person here from the crown of their head to the sole of their feet, God. Would your face shine upon them in new ways. We bless your name, Jesus. And we thank you for who you are. And all God's people said together, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, God.